Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Big Bad Toy Store, where you can pre-order the newest waves of Hasbro Marvel Universe, Marvel Legends, and Marvel Movie Action Figures. With foreign toys, high-end statues, prop replicas, hot toys, and more, Big Bad Toy Store is the first stop for Marvel collectors. Plus, check out their other great toys and collectibles and use their pile of loot to save on shipping. Find it all at BigBadToyStore.com. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to Marvelicious Toys issue 92. I'm your co-host Justin, and since Arnie and Marjorie are backpacking across Europe and making a sequel to Eurotrip as far as I understand, I'm being joined this week by a couple of familiar voices. First we have our Timely Reviews host, Jerry. Jerry, say hi to the folks, would you? Hey everybody, Jerry here. And also our photo editor and host of our newest segment, Superhero Fun Time, we are joined by Jeff. Hey there, everybody. I just blew in from Southern California traffic, and boy, am I tired. I mean, boy, are my tires bald. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to come out with, hey, 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 wow. No, I'm hoping that we can get you guys to do some of the Spider-Man, change Leopardon, and then we can do a whole full-out karaoke track. <laughs> I'm in. Excellent. Well, guys, thanks for joining me for this big show we have this week. At least that's what Arnie would claim, so I feel like I have to keep the tradition up and let everybody know that we got a big show coming at you. So there's a few things showing up in stores. Wolverine has hit theaters, and there's lots to talk about from Comic-Con, so let's jump right in with the... The Spectacular Store Report! So I don't know about you guys, but as soon as I got back from Comic-Con, I always have like this little bit of hope that when I get home, my stores have been secretly restocked by elves while I was out of town. <laughs> that happens a lot with Transformers conventions. They sort of time that. And sometimes it happens with the San Diego. I remember last year was awesome. No, wait, was it last year? No, it was the year before. The day after Comic-Con, I went into a Walmart, and Mattel had put out this full-on display. It said, did you miss the big summer comic convention? And they had all these new Batman figures. So that was fun. But that doesn't matter to us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just it never seems to work out that way, you know? I mean, there's always hope, but this time I came home and I hit Walmarts, and those seem to have more tumbleweeds than toys at this point. And toys R Us, you know, they get shipments here and there, but it still feels like they're in their summer dregs, not really seeing anything new. It's mostly just kind of restocking older stuff all the time. So that kind of leaves Target for my travels lately. And... Not super exciting, but Target's finally starting to put out their Wolverine stuff that we've seen at Toys R Us, but at the right prices. <laughs> yeah, six instead of like thirty. That's awesome. <laughs> what was the final price? What is Target? Are they five ninety nine or six ninety nine or what? Yeah, five ninety nine is what I'm seeing around. Oh. 
I've seen them at Toys R Us as high as eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. You sure that wasn't like a price for like two of them? Nope. But then again, see around here, there's a lot of stores in like higher traffic areas, and they have even higher than normal TRU prices. Like those are the ones that I go to, and Marvel Legends are say twenty two ninety nine. So it's it's a, you know look in Amazon type of thing store. Jeez, the bilkers out there. I have heard stories that Toys R Us does have some of those, like you said, more high traffic stores that they jack it up even higher on a lot of stuff. Yeah, if they're in like a high business areas or areas with cities that are supposedly more affluent, like Irvine. That doesn't sound like, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but Irvine's got the high prices. Go figure. <laughs> well, maybe the folks out in Irvine are the ones who are buying up these Titan series figures that I'm seeing all over the place. The Wolverine one is out there now, and I saw for the first time the other day a, a Hulk Titan series. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that like in the photos. That was a great case of, hey, it shows up in San Diego, and hey, it's in stores, and oh, I don't care. <laughs> I never really fell for those and were never really drawn to collecting them, but I did see somebody online had been buying all of them, and I got to say they kind of look cool all lined up together in their packages, but that's about as far as it goes. Hasbro, they had an exclusive Transformers pack of those kind of figures of like the uh, you know original G1 characters, and for those, it seemed to really work because those are supposed to be you know old blocky style but it just doesn't work that i mean that hulk there looks like i mean i want to say frankenstein's monster but that's being too kind it's like a comical special needs version of frankenstein's monster <laughs> what's weird about that hulk is that for some reason it reminds me of solomon grundy from dc that's kind of how <laughs> since he's since he's like a zombie that's kind of how he holds himself so if you like spray paint that thing like white or a light gray boom you've got the other comic universe ready to go <laughs> just throw some cocktail toothpicks in his back and be all good to go <laughs> that's too much effort though i would just leave it out in the sun for a couple of days and let it bleach <laughs> throw in the pool <laughs> that's what it is right a pool toy <laughs> no what's the term it's uh, shampoo bottles right that's, that's yeah. what they are articulated shampoo bottles <laughs> <laughs> remember those um i forgot what they were called but they were in the 70s and they used to have those cans of foam and they'd have a superhero's head on top you'd press the head and the foam would shoot out of their mouth it's like bath foam <laughs> i forgot what they were called they used to do them for everybody <laughs> that's funny i gotta find what they were called probably a mr bubble product Sounds like you guys might be seeing a little bit more than I am. I mean, I, I have two targets around here that I can go to on a regular basis, and they have restocked nothing. Not Star Wars, not, not any of the new waves of G.I. Joe coming out, and certainly not Marvel. I mean, they've gotten the Titan series Wolverine, but yeah. none of the three and three quarter inch figures. I think they got one of the claw sets, but I mean, I have seen three and three quarter inch Wolverines nowhere else. And I, and I would pick up the normal yellow costume comic Wolverine for five ninety nine. I think that has actually a pretty decent sculpt on it, but... Golly, the nine ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. I don't even know in what universe that should be legal. <laughs> well, I mean, with Target, they must be selling those Titan series to somebody because I also saw a three pack of Iron Man, and I think it's exclusive to Target there. So it's the three that have already been out: Iron Man, War Machine, and Iron Patriot, all in this huge box, like way too big for these things, you know. And I suppose it's a little bit of a savings because if you bought all three at ten bucks each, it's thirty bucks. But this was, I think, it was twenty five, twenty four, twenty five bucks for it. Still about fifteen dollars more than I would be willing to plunk down for it. Are you sure that was a three pack, or did someone buy something else cooler and put Titan figures in it so they could return it? <laughs> no, it actually said Titan series on the pack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cookie cutting that to death. I noticed the G.I. Joe Titan figures are out. Transformers has the Titan figures. They're exclusive to Toys R Us. And those are awful. 
It really does feel like Hasbro jumped in with both feet on that concept all throughout all their lines. I mean, we all know that they do something and they do it across lines. But like you said, Transformers, G.I. Joe, it's in the Star Wars line. It's over here in our Marvel line. So I don't know. Maybe maybe people are buying them. Well, it's, it, it's got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> they take up too much shelf space. That's the problem. I don't know what Hasbro's thinking on this. And, I, and Justin, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt as business people. They must have found where at nine ninety nine that there's the got to buy a toy for little Johnny's, the neighbor's kid's birthday party we got invited to. Uh, hey, buy him that for nine ninety nine. That's crappy. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's an excuse or an official <laughs> company line, but it felt like the theme at Comic-Con this year coming from the Hasbro teams was... We've got to get new kids in here. We've got to get new blood, and we've got to appeal to them. So, hey, I feel like they've done that, you know, across all the lines. They've put enough stuff out there that is cheap enough and unarticulated enough for kids to be drawn in. Let's see if it works for them. But in the meantime, they need to keep putting out stuff that us collectors are interested in. Yeah, I think that I'm kind of tempted to buy that three-pack that you're talking about with, you know, the three Iron Mans, just so I can take it to the next Toy Fair, corner the first Hasbro rep I see, and just go, there is my Phoenix Force Cyclops figure, you jerk! <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of collector-oriented stuff, I did find the Marvel Universe Rhino from that latest wave at a Target, and oddly enough, it was Rhino and a Silver Surfer sitting on the pegs, and no other figures to be found. To me, that seemed kind of weird. Like, if a collector came in, I would have thought they would have got Rhino and the other three new ones. You know, Mysterio, Electra, and Cap are all in that wave. So I, I asked an associate, I said, hey, could you see if you have any more of these around? And he scanned it and says, well, it shows we have 11 in stock. <laughs> so we spent about five minutes looking through the toy aisle, seeing if somebody hit him somewhere, but we couldn't find them. So those other figures may be sitting around that store yet, but I, I certainly didn't find them. When I went to Target on uh, this past Friday night, I saw remnants of that wave, and there were actually two rhinos on the peg. And there was an Electra and a Cap, and I think there was a Silver Server, no Mysterio. But uh, so I don't know, maybe somebody actually might have just come in and said, oh, I got one, and I'll leave one for somebody else. Oh, well, that, that's interesting, though, that there's two in a pack. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting and good that that wave's starting to ship, and it's nice that it's only four figures. So you can pick them up easily when they do come out rather than those six-figure waves where you end up dropping 65 70 bucks. <laughs> Thank God something's shipping. <laughs> well, that's about all I'm seeing. You guys see anything else newish out there? I've seen, at, again, at Target. Well, actually, at, well, at Target, I've seen the, uh, some of the Avengers Assemble figures that we don't really care that much about, but they're there. Got the, um, remember the Mighty Battlers from Avengers? The kind that, you know, had, like, cool leg squeezing action, and they ran their fist in the air or something. They're, like, 12 bucks, oh, yeah. and they don't look that great. But earlier this year, they'd had the Hulk and Wolverine, Cap, and Iron Man from the cartoon. And then I went in there, and I saw they had the blue stealth Iron Man and the Red Hulk Rage. And I may or may not have bought Red Hulk. I refuse to answer that on the grounds it may serve to incinerate me. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't know that I knew that those were even coming, but maybe I wasn't paying attention. But Yeah, I, I remember seeing pictures of them like maybe a month or two ago, and they were on display at San Diego. So I just you know they just happened to be on this past week showing up at Target. The other thing is uh, I've noticed Targets have been getting, but I found first at this store called Optimus Toys in the mall, the three and three-quarter inch all-star Avengers Assemble figures, the real basic five-point articulation ones. And they had Cap, Thor, Iron Man, and Hulk. And I bought Hulk because from what I'm going by, the pictures I've seen, it looks like the fully articulated one from the upcoming Shield Tech line. It looks like the head on that Hulk 
looks a lot like the head from the Mighty Battlers where you squeeze his leg and his uh, mouth opens up like a circus clown statue. <laughs> it's, so I, I figured they'd probably have Hasbro lately. They've Over the past year, they've been getting real good about making the ball and socket joints on the heads universal throughout each individual line. So it's pretty likely I can pop this head on there, which looks a bit better when that one comes out. But uh, kind of cool is uh, this may be a first. I'm not sure, but this Hulk has nipples. <laughs> he's got like super shiny, glossy green skin, and he's got sculpted nipples, which I always thought was. <laughs> I remember always looking at the figures, and you know, they must have sanded them off. But here they are. You know, I was really excited about that figure just because I think it's a good looking sculpt. It reminds me of the Toy Biz figures that they made for the animated series that UPN played. But now that you've said sculpted nipples, I am so in. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, an anatomically correct Hulk. They are a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're subtle. They don't pop out. Hulk's not cold. He's in a warm environment. It's just, they're there if you turn it at the right light. I can't make it out in the picture here, so I'll, uh, I'll take your word for it that it's done tastefully. I will take a picture, and I will post it to the Marvelicious Facebook page. <laughs> well, I suppose that's as good as any place to leave our our store report. But Run away screaming. <laughs> Run away screaming from the erect Hulk nipples. <laughs> But, hey, there's some new stuff that's popping up online for pre-order, so let's check it out in... Sales to Astonish! Now, I know this one's going to be something that Arnie has probably already pre-ordered if he has access to his phone over there in Europe, but the Hot Toys Tony Stark, they're calling it the mechanic. It's the one where he didn't have a suit and he had to go to the hardware store to equip himself before going to find Mandarin. Mandarin Mansion Assault. That's right. I like this one a lot. I think this one looks awesome. I usually don't get the human characters in the Hot Toy line, but those tennis shoes that he's got on (laughs) are (laughs) rocking. The thing that grabbed me the most is I really think, I mean, maybe I haven't seen, admittedly, I haven't studied every Tony Stark one, but to me, this is the first one when they really nailed the facial likeness. To me, the last couple of ones that I've seen looked a lot more like uh, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden than it did Robert Downey Jr., but this one, it's like... No, that's Spoon Man, not Iron Man. Oh, Spoon Man. (laughs) (laughs) To me, Hot Toys is just continually upping their game on face sculpts, and I feel like they've done Tony's face enough times that eventually they're going to nail it so realistically that it's just going to be uber creepy, and I think this is the time. Can you imagine next year if they do Guardians of the Galaxy and they do a Michael Rooker? That'd be so awesome. <laughs> I'd say the betting money would probably be on they are going to. but Oh, we can own a Zoe Saldana. There we go. <laughs> Everybody's going to buy that. But this Tony comes with all kinds of fun stuff. It's got that little holographic screen that pops up around his face. And it says the exclusive is his homemade wrist repulsor, but they weren't too clear on how that's going to work. They're calling it a special markets exclusive or a special edition. This is a little bit different than what we've seen in the past with Hot Toys regular and exclusive editions. There's still a little bit of question as to what these select markets are, but I would I think it'd be safe to assume that the U.S. is going to be one of the select markets. You say that, that sounds to me like the, um, you know, the way that Sideshow's been doing stuff with, you know, the, the limited one having that extra little bonus piece. But I just think that was so awesome. And it comes with like the, the Mark 42 parts for the boots and the, the hand, doesn't it? No, that's I think that's a different figure. And that's where we probably need Arnie to help us keep track of all these different Tony Starks. Damn you, Arnie, stop having fun and help us out. <laughs> but this one comes with his hoodie and that glove that he created, that shot glove and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I have to think if you're one of the folks that kind of 
went out of your way a little bit to get what was the Black Sabbath t-shirt and everything for the Avengers, like the non-suited up Tony Stark. I would think you'd love this one. It's really cool looking. I mean, I, I don't know. It's not one of those looks that's iconic from a movie because he's kind of pulling all that stuff, like you said, Justin, just from the scraps of the hardware store and whatever. But I mean, it's eerie it just looks looks like it just jumped off the screen i mean it's done a really good job with the jeans and the i think the hoodie's brilliant i mean it just kind of hangs right on it's got the little zippers on the sleeves and it just the detail on this the sunglasses and his face is kind of messed up from crashing in on tennessee or you know whatever he uh, landed there and the like, like you said the sneakers the laces it's a phenomenal piece of work yeah it's really cool it's gonna be one that i keep an eye on i don't know that i necessarily need to get the exclusive but once my Iron Patriot shows up this fall or next winter or whenever the heck it shows up, <laughs> this might be the next one on my list. <laughs> but in addition to that, we had seen on the show floor a couple weeks ago the Mary Jane comicette that they had just announced that weekend. And that's now up for pre-order over at Sideshow. And I don't know if you guys have had a chance to take a look at this thing, but not being a comicette collector myself, it's, it's an impressive piece. Yep, I did the photos on for that last week, and that one and the the Gwen Stacy. I mean, geez, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's kind of like you got to buy both of them, really, <laughs> which I'm sure they intended. Oh yeah, those are both up for pre order now, and so you can check them out from your favorite e tailers. I wonder if there's a limited edition that comes with extra butt crack action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pants are just slightly further down. Now, over at our sponsor, Big Bad Toy Store, you can get the latest Marvel Legends wave that they have in stock right now. And this is going to be one of the last waves of Legends as we know it after Comic-Con, finding out that Legends' figures are going to keep coming and Build-A-Figures are going to keep coming, but they're not going to be branded as Marvel Legends going forward. So this is going to be one of those sets where, yep, there's variants in it, and hopefully they figure out how to get the variants out because you're going to want to complete that Wrecking Crew set. That's definitely a variant in there. But they have over at Big Bad Toy Store, they have either the set of five without variants. I think it's just the regular ones or however they do that. Or you can get a whole case of eight. And those are ready to ship now. I already got mine on my way, so I can't wait to break those open. Now, I wasn't clear about what Hasbro was saying about the variants. I know that they're planning to include them all in the same case. Does that begin with this or is that later on? I think that starts once they start doing the rollovers. You know, I don't even think that's including the Wolverine set that's already been announced and ready to ship in the fall. I think it's going forward after that. That's kind of their distribution plan. But I still kind of feel like these last couple waves of Legends are still going to be kind of nightmares as far as getting those variants out there. Yeah, and this is the one with the Rocket Raccoon Build-A-Figure, right? Yes. Yeah. See, this is just one of those waves that there's really only a couple that I really want. I definitely want Hawkeye, and I probably want to get Bulldozer, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I look at Scarlet Spider-Man, and it's like, well, I have big time. This is a red one. Okay. I'm sure I have to buy three in order to build Rocket Raccoon. The Jean Grey, the 90s one, I don't know. That story's long done, and she has a new costume anyway. At least that's what they say about Cyclops. It's where the hell is my Cyclops? Well, it seems like they trimmed down on the Jean Grey variants. Because Toy Fair, they showed three variants of that one. And after Comic-Con, the ripped t-shirt version was kind of MIA. Well, Big Bad is still stating that there are three versions of Jean Grey that we may receive, ship randomly, no choice. So kind of the claim so far still, at least on Big Bad. Yeah, I mean, there was no official word that there's not going to be all three Jean Greys, but she was not in the booth and she was not in the slideshow. (laughs) So it's kind of... One of those things where they might silently be kind of trying to brush her under the rug and maybe bring her out at another time. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I got back from Comic-Con and I was like, hey, Wolverine's out. Let's go see that. 
Did you guys check out the Wolverine yet? Yep. Jerry, have you gone? I know you were in Europe for Celebration. Yeah, I was in Star Wars Celebration. I happened to be on business travel last week in Belgium. And if you remember last time I was in Belgium, I got a chance to see Iron Man 3 a week and a half early, as I talked about on the show. Well, (laughs) Wolverine came out two days early over there. But knowing that I was going to Celebration and I was... I really wanted to just get my work done and then just clean break, go to the Star Wars show. So I didn't get a chance to see Wolverine yet. Well, I guess we won't do any spoilers. (laughs) Maybe we should. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, yeah, talk to me about the movie because, you know, it'll probably be in DVD by the end of next week. So I'll check it out soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) My uh, long and short of it is, is I don't think it's a bad movie. It just feels like kind of an empty movie. Like my theory is, is that they maybe had planned this to be the last hurrah for Hugh Jackman as Wolverine when they first did the concept on this movie. And then about halfway between, they're like, oh, geez, uh, X-Men was a pretty big hit, and we're going to do X-Men Days of Future Past, so we need Hugh Jackman to be Wolverine again. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. So they kind of rewrote the way this movie was going to go, and it just kind of felt, I don't know, a little soulless. I think that the movie is actually very, very strong, the first half of it. They are adapting the Chris Claremont, Frank Miller four-issue limited series, and they do a really good job of that. But it's up to about the midpoint, you know, and it really, it starts on that train fight that we've all seen in the commercials. And after that, story-wise, it just becomes things that have been done over and over and over again and things happening for the sake of Wolverine being able to react to them. And that in itself wouldn't be so bad, but... Everybody in this movie, except for Logan and Mariko and uh, maybe Yukio to an extent, everybody out there is, they've totally messed with them. I mean, you've got Viper slash Madam Hydra. You've got Silver Samurai. These characters are nothing like what you expected. So if you haven't read that book, you'll probably have a great time with it. If you have, you're going to be scratching your head at some point going, what is going on here? This is, and I understand they have to make changes for the movies, but these are extreme I mean, they made Viper literally. I mean, what? Come on. Yeah, that that was a bit much. (laughs) She had a fantastic mole, though. I mean, I couldn't take my eyes away from that when she was speaking. Like, what? What? The Austin Powers thing. Molly, molly, molly. Molly, 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 (laughs) molly. The whole thing kind of felt like they shoehorned Iron Man 1 into it. You know, it's Wolverine's going to have an issue that he needs to get over before he can be full Wolverine again. And then, oh, look at that. He's got to fight somebody that he trusted that's in a big metal suit. It was just, it all felt kind of derivative. <laughs> the metal suit. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's my biggest gripe with it. And this isn't even about the movie. This is about marketing and previews before movies. I did a pretty good job of not spoiling. I saw enough trailers to be like, okay, it's Wolverine in Japan and I get the gist, but I had no idea. I mean, I could kind of assume that Silver Samurai had something to do with it, but hadn't seen anything about what Silver Samurai might look like. But right before the movie, there was a commercial for Adidas cross trainer shoes, which apparently were sponsored by Wolverine. Which apparently Silver Samurai wears. Dude, it was, they showed the shoe intercut with like end scenes from the movie. Like, I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> it was a totally spoilerific commercial right before the movie I'm about to see. So 
Take that, Adidas. Did they say, hey, watch as Wolverine dies, that he's wearing Adidas shoes? <laughs> hey, Justin, remember you mentioned that he had some wonderful shoes on that Marvel Select figure. Maybe those are them. <laughs> yeah, the Hot Toys. But Oh, the Hot Toys, yeah. <laughs> those look more like Asics. These are some pretty funky shoes, but yeah, that, that really ticked me off. That You can go into a movie spoiler-free and then a commercial before the movie gives you some good visual spoilers about what you're going to see. Well, the Adidas folks probably thought that the internet would have ruined it for you first. <laughs> <laughs> but after seeing the movie, I can kind of see why Hasbro might not have taken too much time to dedicate three and three quarter inch line to the actual movie figs because there really wasn't a ton of stuff to do there. I mean, we've had Wolverine without a shirt on in a movie line before. I suppose it would have been cool to get Wolverine with a coat jacket and a tie on. That'd be kind of fun. But outside of that, you know, I mean, maybe the Silver Samurai would be a cool figure, but kind of derivative of, I feel like, an Iron Man villain or even the Destroyers from Thor kind of felt like at the same time. Yeah, that's, I could buy a Silver Samurai figure, but not that one. I just (laughs) couldn't bring myself to do it. (laughs) Well, explain just the premise of this movie. I took it that it's actually a sequel, or maybe not a direct sequel, but timeline-wise that it happens after, let's say, uh, X-Men 3 Last Stand? Correct. But hey, personally, I had no idea what the timeline was, to be honest with you, until the little after credit scene kind of showed you, okay, this is where we're at. As far as I'm concerned, that could have taken place at almost any point. I don't know. I mean, there's really nothing else tying it to a certain time period. Well, actually, no, it has to because all those... You might want to plug your ears, Jerry, if you want, but spoiler alert, whatever, blah, 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 uh, all those scenes where he's dreaming and talking to Gene. Okay, so it's at least post-X3, I guess. Yeah, and how he explains to Marco that the last woman he loved, he ended up killing. So. Well, yeah, that ended up in some of the later trailers, so I, I caught that, which is why I asked the question, because I thought that was an interesting choice, and I wasn't sure exactly how they're trying to play off that, because you would assume, based on that end credit scene with the origins, that it was kind of picking up there. Like, this is all before the original 2000 X-Men movie, but I guess not. The other thing that I was a little miffed by, being a graphic designer, I was always kind of interested to see how they would treat the logo. I love when they make logos for movies and make it a marketing device, but this movie didn't even have a title screen. It was the Marvel Comics Studios flipping page intro and then right into the movie. Did they do that with Iron Man 3 also? I can't remember if there was an opening title. I just remember the end title where Iron Man 3 was all spelled out in letters. But I'm wondering if that was the case. But it doesn't matter. It's a different studio anyway. Yeah, that's a good question. But yeah, it was huh. it was something that hit me about 20 minutes into the movie. That was, hey, there's no title screen here. But Hey, <laughs> I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> I do think that's an awesome practice, though. Remember when, like, every movie used to have 10 minutes of credits before it, and now most movies are just, hey, bam, title screen, production company, go to the movie. That's it. I love it. That's why I hated watching Superman as a kid, because those are some of the longest <laughs> pre-movie credits I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then Brian Singer had to redo them verbatim. Oof. <laughs> But honestly, I can see maybe a couple Hot Toys coming down the pike if felt inclined to make a Silver Samurai. That's another big $500 figure that they could put out there. And I know how popular the Hugh Jackman Wolverines have been, so they could use this as an excuse to get another version out there. I would get a Silver Samurai figure if it came with a bonus head of Harada, who's supposed to be in there. (laughs) I was just surprised (laughs) that it wasn't Jeff Bridges in there. My adamantium is better than yours in every way, Logan. (laughs) (laughs) 
all in all, though, I mean, I think it was a fun enough movie. You know, I'm not going to rush out and see it again in 3D or on the big screen again. But when it comes out on DVD, I'll, I'll probably pick it up and watch it again. Maybe for entertainment value, I'll tell this story. <laughs> when I, I got back from Star Wars Celebration Europe a Sunday night, and I got back home around 5.30, 6 o'clock at the Cincinnati airport, which is actually northern Kentucky, by the way. And I was texting my wife, and I knew the local drive-in theater was playing Turbo and Wolverine. And they're only playing those two movies together through, like, Tuesday. And my kids really wanted to see Turbo. I couldn't have cared less, but I kind of wanted to see Wolverine. But I told myself I wasn't going to see Wolverine in a theater. I'd seen, golly, Iron Man and Star Trek and Man of Steel. I felt like I've seen too many movies at full price. But drive-in theater, a little cheaper, kind of a, you know, fun little summer thing to do with the kids. I was like, all right. Throw a couple kids in the trunk, get in cheaper, you know. I know. Well, exactly, exactly. You know, I, oh my God, my son's still in the trunk. No, uh, <laughs> so we went there, met my family at the house. We got in the van and went to the theater. Well, I had been awake for nearly 23 hours, considering when I had to get up to get on the plane in Dusseldorf. I fell asleep halfway through Turbo. And next thing I knew, Turbo's completely over, and I am just like, I am not with it at all, and I'm just not awake, and nobody else wants to see Wolverine. And my wife says, do you really want to stay for Wolverine? Because nobody else does. I'm like, uh, let's go home. So I <laughs> I was this close to seeing it, but stupid me, I was like dead to the world exhausted, thought I would sit through Wolverine sitting outside, because it was the second movie. It wasn't going to show until like 1130. And yeah, it's over two hours. Yeah, I'm guessing I made the right choice, but <laughs> I tried. I tried my best. You know, jet lag or not, I don't see how you could have fallen asleep during Turbo. I mean, come on. That's Ryan Reynolds there. It's Deadpool and Green Lantern in snail form. How can you go wrong? <laughs> Let's get you guys' opinions on Comic-Con. Comic-Con is, what, a week and a half ago already as we're recording this. and Comic-Con is forever. It's still going. It goes <laughs> till Halloween. I'm still a little hungover from it and, you know, I haven't really had a chance to let everything sink in. But did either of you guys go after either the, the Marvel exclusives, the Deadpool set or the Thunderbolts? Yeah, I was in Europe last week when they went up on Hasbro Toy Shop, and I think I had still a chance on the Thunderbolt sets. I think they stuck around for a while. And when I actually went on there, they still had the Deadpool ones. And I was close on the Deadpool because I thought the taco packaging was really cool. That was a really neat concept, but I just, I didn't have enough interest in the toys. I just decided, nah, not going to do that. Yeah, um, Barrett uh, actually called me on, I think it was a Tuesday night of that week, asking if I wanted him to pick up anything from me there. And I looked, and the only thing I was kind of thinking of was that Deadpool set. But then I realized that it's not something that I'm ever going to open. Because to me, that whole thing is just, it's the packaging in itself. And it's great, but I'd rather spend 50 bucks on something else. And then uh, the Thunderbolts one, I'm not really interested in any of the characters, although I really did like that gun that comes with crossbones. But then I found out that that gun is actually from Roadblock from Sigma-6. Seriously? That's like eight, nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go find one of those for like, you know, 30 if you really want it. But uh, I mean, you know, it shouldn't be any surprise. But yeah, so that was that. Apart from that. I just, I mean, I looked at everything, even non-Marvel, and it's like everything I saw was just, well, it's like a paint variant on something that's going to come out later. So, eh, what the hell? Well, even Crossbones, turns out, is the original Crossbones figure from the earlier Marvel Legends. It's huh. a repaint of that, which, you know, hey, it's I'm not knocking it as a figure. It's a good figure, but there's nothing new there except for the paint app. And now finding out that it's a Sigma-6 gun going with it, that's... <laughs> 
I mean, it's good repurposing. It looks good. Yeah, it looks great. If they put out a movie version of Crossbones, oh, I'll definitely have to go track down that roadblock. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously I bought both packs. And even as far as Sunday, they still had both of those in stock at the store and no limits on buying them if you wanted at that point. But I was fine with one of each. The Deadpool one, I decided in the end that as cool as the packaging is, I'm just not sure how I'm going to display that mint on taco, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so... I figure I'll just shoot it for the photo galleries and then open it up and have my Deadpool core family. And the Thunderbolt set is cool. It's a really big box. And I think they made more packaging than they needed to. But no reason to have two on that one either, I guess. We talked about it on an earlier show how the X-Force set that they did last year at least is kind of coolly packaged, you know, with Archangel sitting up there with his wings spread above Wolverine and Psylocke. But this one, they're just kind of staggered in there. Yeah, the Thunderbolt one, that's kind of cool because that's their building, isn't it? The box? Yeah, they say it's the tower, and I suppose, I mean, the front is a little bit convex with a line of windows and their logo, but it's a stretch to say it's the tower, I guess. <laughs> but well, you know, it's funny that Crossbones has a Roadblock gun because it looks like one of the figures is Roadblock. <laughs> talking about Luke Cage? I guess so, yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking at the picture of this. That thing is easily three figures high, so is that thing like 20 inches tall, that box? Yeah, it's it's probably right at 20 inches is a good call. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was the biggest thing I had to ship home. Last year with the, with the, well, the helicarrier yeah. and stuff like that, you know, that was obviously bigger. But this kind of forced me to ship outside of the regular boxes at FedEx. So I had to spend an extra hour there while they're building a box to ship this stuff. But And it still got a little dinged. I was a little upset about that. <laughs> Anything else that you guys saw there? Any exclusives? I know Arnie was into all the Funko Pop vinyls and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys get into those. I dabble. I pick up the characters I like, but I'm definitely not a completist. I have one Funko Pop bottle, and it's the Red Hulk that I got like about a week or two ago. That's the only one I need. Yeah, I mean, Justin, I think to me, I mean, three and three quarter inch Hasbro is what I collect. So, but but overall, I was really excited by the three and three quarter inch figures. I mean, I'm similar to the Star Wars. I'm actually kind of excited about some of the lower articulation figures as long as they're they're good sculpt the hulk that we talked about earlier i mean i, I think that looks really good I'm, even beyond that though i'm in some of these lines the shield gear figures i love that red skull that's in there and i, I think he was shown at toy fairs that's not brand new but just getting some better images of that you know to me that's pretty exciting I mean, that is one of my takeaways from this con, especially at the Hasbro booth, is with Universe going away and Legends folding into the movie lines and stuff like that, they are introducing quite a bit of other lines, and it's hard to tell what's what. Because we already have, we talked about earlier, that kind of cartoon-based Avengers line, and then we have this other Avengers line, which is kind of the more realistic where we're getting a Hulk and where that Red Skull's coming out. But they keep telling us that Marvel Universe is going to move into yet another Avengers line, which we haven't seen any packaging or card art yet. So we're going to have three unique three and three quarter inch Avengers lines here next year sometime. There's been some erroneous information on this because somebody got a Hasbro rap on the floor to say it. Some people are going around calling this new Marvel Universe becoming Avengers. They're calling it Avengers Assemble, and they're not. It's just going to be called Avengers, or it might be called The Avengers, and that will be Marvel Universe. And their rationale is anybody who's ever appeared in Avengers will be fair game. So that opens up you know, a lot of characters where it's still possible. But Avengers Assemble is still going to be the line based on the Disney XD cartoon show. And so you have the fully articulated ones, which look pretty cool. And the one that has a Black Widow. And then you got the five-point articulated nippled version of Hulk. And which line is that? 
that's still Avengers Assemble. You look at our website and our photo galleries for this convention in the Avengers Assemble section there. There's different pictures there of the, I forgot if it's shield tech or shield gear, but those are the fully articulated three and three quarter inch figures. And then the five point articulated ones, those are technically called all-star figures, but they don't say all-star on the package. They're just like Iron Man 3 and Ultimate Spider-Man. They're called all-star, but they don't say it anywhere on the package. Ah, clear as mud. Basically, they're just going with a more recognizable name. I don't see what's so wrong with the name Marvel Universe. I think that kind of is self-explanatory and all-inclusive, but Avengers is what made, what, $8 billion, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I get the marketing behind it. It's just like, you know, bringing it all under a Star Wars brand. But Marvel Universe is a little bit generic for your average toy shopper, I guess. And while us being fans of it isn't big enough to keep it alive as a brand, I can appreciate that they're going to keep the figures coming. It's just, it'll be interesting to see the card art. We haven't seen anything on that yet. Maybe it'll be similarly shaped to the Marvel Universe cards and bubbles, or maybe it'll be something completely different. So to be clear, we're not going to get a Marvel Universe line anymore with the red logo and the picture of the character and the left side of the card. Those are done? Done. Starting next year, those will be no more. Right. But one cool bonus about this, though, and it actually is a good feature. I'm surprised I didn't think of it before. I wish I had thought of it, is instead of labeling, at least like for Target, instead of labeling the entire line as one skew, each wave that they put out will have unique skews. So that way they can be ordered it might address the problems of old figures sticking around forever. You know, because when, when Target gets them, they all have the same number, and so they just keep ordering more and more and more, and they don't realize what's new, what's old. So at least this way, out of the factory, everything will be differentiated. Oh, that's one step. That, and like they said, the, the case breakdowns, at least on the Legends, are going to be a little more collector-friendly. So we've heard stuff like this before. Let's hope going forward <laughs> it actually comes out and practice the way mm-hmm. that it's being preached. So do you think there's a stepping-off point for some collectors this way? I mean, if Marvel Universe is even carded-wise, I know they'll have some pretty good articulated three-and-three-quarter-inch figures under other banners, but do you think there's a risk a lot of collectors are going to just say, hey, my Marvel Universe collection is done? It's as legitimate a reason as any to hop off. What it really made me start to think of is with this line that's been alive since, as they pointed out, 2006, without really changing up the card that much, we no longer have an opportunity to get our hands on carded versions of some of those harder to find figures. Forget finding a regular vision or blade. You know, some of those really hard to find figures are just, they may repack them in a battle pack or get them out to us in a comic pack or something in the future. But as far as getting a carded version of those, I think hope is dwindling for many collectors. Yeah, I think that's the main thing, that the separating point is whether or not you're a carded or a loose collector. I open everything. Toys are for playing for. So I don't care. As long as they keep having the same style of figure, great. Everything fits. But yeah, I, if you're somebody who collects things for keep them, you know, mint and package, or if you put them up on your wall, yeah, I can understand why you might want to stop. But it does give you a chance to start all over again if you missed a lot. Hey, look at Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of starting all over, did either one of you guys... Get your hands on the old man Logan figure that was finally available. (laughs) Oh, those claws. No, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, Arnie hooked me up on it when he went. No, I mean, honestly, I'm glad that I waited for an opportunity to get that figure at double retail, but way less than what it was going for on eBay over the last year or so, because it's it's not that great of a figure. Like, we talked about it before. It's something you could customize with a 
few paints and, and a baby Luke from the Star Wars line a few years ago. <laughs> well, you could use it, uh, hang on to it, paint a couple little red marks on there and make it baby Drax next year. <laughs> so, but I guess the big thing there was that they changed up the way those exclusive figures were put out there. I mean, and they must have learned their lesson because over this last year, we saw figures that we thought were long sold out pop up on Hasbro Toy Shop for fourteen ninety nine. You know, the Nick Fury, which is still up on Hasbro Toy Shop. Oh, that's such a crime. Everybody, go out and buy Nick Fury. He's awesome. <laughs> Archangel popped up there, and Victor Von Doom was up there. So they must have learned their lesson and said, hey, you know what? People want to buy them, let them buy them. We don't need a warehouse full of these after all these cons. Yeah, I was really surprised to see that they had changed it to uh, basically a month. And from what Arnie was reporting, you didn't even have to really take your redemption certificate over and actually sign up for that month. You could just buy the figure and walk away if you wanted to. Yeah, and I think it was sign up for a month and then buy as many as you want. (laughs) That's awesome. It wasn't like sign up for five different months with five different email accounts. So you're signed up for a, a Marvel U subscription right now, right? Yes. Okay, when you get a chance, go in there and pick up Uncanny X-Men 172 and 173. Then get back to me about how you feel about the Wolverine. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're going to have to explain that. What? That's the part where they bring in Madame Hydra slash Viper and Silver Samurai. And then you, when you Um, see the movie, you go, oh, wait a second. That's all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) They're whipping through B-list villains pretty quickly in some of these movies. I was going to say, it can't be too long before we do get MODOK or somebody in one of these movies. They're doing it in the figure lines. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Batrock the Leaper. What? (laughs) Okay, so speaking of some of these B-list characters, they had a few surprises in the Hasbro booth there, I was surprised to see Beetle in the six-inch scale. That was He looks awesome. He, he really does. Oh, and Boomerang was there. I was impressed when I saw the Ultimate Spider-Man Lego set of the, the Daily Bugle that came out several months back. I was impressed with the Lego minifigure of Beetle in that. And this Legends thing looks fantastic. I mean, there's so much sculpted detail into it. It's, it's sold. Take my money. <laughs> And once again, really no word on how that one's going to be packaged. I mean, I think it's probably safe to assume that's going to be in a Spider-Man movie Legends line. Yeah, that's the other thing about if you want to cover how what's going to happen to Marvel Legends next year. Yeah, it, from what we can tell, Marvel Legends as a brand is going the same way as Marvel Universe as a brand. And everything's going to be siloed off into... Avengers! <laughs> yeah, everything's going to be Avengers. <laughs> Which is really weird, but... <laughs> Avengers presents Amazing Spider-Man 2. But this one makes a little more sense to me. You know, if the toys are going to be tied around movie properties, they've been doing it in addition to Marvel Legends, so there's been quite a few six-inch figures over the last couple of years. They might as well just start doing it this way and having their movie line and some comic-based stuff. You can get a lot of different characters out, especially with how many movies are coming out over the next couple of years. Yeah, plus it gives you a fairly decent indication of when those figures will be available. Very true. But then where are the Wolverine Legends? They're at previews. <laughs> so <laughs> October. And where's wave three of Iron Man with Oof. Mandarin and possibly a gold Ultron, which you know what? He was suspiciously absent from the booth. I wouldn't be surprised if that if that gold Ultron turned out to be a custom job, because they I really think they would have shown it by there. Personally, I think really the best thing they could have done with Iron Man 3 Legends is continue the line, added a couple armors, and they should have made Trevor the Build-A-Figure so that that way everybody had to own him. Yeah, that could have been cool. But yeah, going forward, there's, like we said, we have the Wolverine line, which we've seen all of already. 
They've had that been previewed for quite a while. And Sunday at the show, they debuted some of the Captain America 2 Winter Soldier figures. And I got to tell you, the movie versions of those look incredible. We finally get a six-inch movie Black Widow, which looks pretty killer. I even think the new Captain America outfit looks pretty sweet. It's almost a cross between Cap and the Steve Rogers that about Hasbro, that's what impressed me the most over San Diego was their Captain America. I'll call him Captain America Legends. I love how they brought back the helmet with the chin strap from First Avenger, you know, that style. Because I really think that's, I've always liked Captain America, but hot damn, when Ultimates came around, man, he just skyrocketed for me. And a lot of it had to do with his design. And I think when you bring in that Commander of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, from the comics uniform, I think that really works well. And it looks like a much better likeness of Chris Evans, too. The only thing that I really dislike, I don't like the S.H.I.E.L.D. at all. I'm hoping that's like some prototype sample or something. But, I mean, when you take all the red out of Cap's uniform, you've got to keep it on the S.H.I.E.L.D. That thing can't just be blue and silver. To me, that really feels like something that will be addressed in the movie. I can't imagine Hasbro just decided, hey, you know what? Captain America is just blue and white shield now. Yeah, I mean, because that teaser poster they put out where practically all the paint is scraped off of the shield. I have a friend who has a real bug up about the Superman costume from New 52, how he doesn't have the red underwear anymore. And, well, okay, I guess now I understand how he feels. <laughs> I think you need the red shield. <laughs> <laughs> With all these properties, we didn't see a Thor six-inch line. That surprised me because when you look at it, the three and three quarter inch Thor figures, they look fantastic. I mean, they look really, really, really good. I thought that the first ones looked pretty good, but these just look, and they look like they've got more articulation and they just have every bit of detail that I wanted. But it looks to me like the one that they're calling Bare Arms Thor, that looks like it's almost the same costume that he wore in Avengers, the majority of the movie before the final battle. And they made that figure for prototype and never put it out. They also did a Mark 7 that never came out either. But anyway. There might be something to that theory, Jeff, because looking at that figure, he doesn't have the upper bicep articulation like some of the other figures. More akin to the Avengers. Oh, well, the hell with him then. I don't want him anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there might be something <laughs> to your theory that that was just a prototype for the Avengers line and now they're putting it out here. Oh, okay. But I was surprised at how they had these, and I was really hoping that maybe they would do a Thor Legends. I mean, because the Dark Elves look great. God, who wouldn't want a six-inch Sif? <laughs> who would not want a six-inch Natalie Portman to burn at the stake? I mean, who wouldn't want a collector? <laughs> so, wait a minute, I thought, I thought they revealed a Jane Foster figure, and I thought that was in a Legends scale. Was that a three-and-three-quarter inch? No, that's actually in the Diamond Select line. Oh, Select's going to have one. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and that actually was, I, from at least from the pictures that I saw, there was no figure there, just the right, it's just like a card. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about it. You know, like what you said, Justin, about a six inch Black Widow, because I mean, I, I had this really nice display of six inch Hasbro figures. That's, and I'll be talking about probably in my segment coming up next few weeks, kind of on display with the Avengers movie poster. And it just seems so wrong without a Black Widow, and there's no option there. And I thought about just using Marvel Select figures, but the Hasbro line at least allowed me the Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson figure, so I kind of lean that way. But I'm really looking forward to adding a Black Widow to that mix. Yeah, and the, the hair may not match up with the Avengers, but that outfit, I mean, look at it. It is so, I mean, I'm looking at a picture of it now. I just think that the outfit, even with the gray, sure, I guess Black Widow is supposed to be all black outfit. But I think that the gray parts just really make it stand out. But then she's standing right next to that Winter Soldier figure. That thing is just, ah, oh, I want to buy 10 of them right now. <laughs> Army building the Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, Army man. building the individual. <laughs> 
They, I mean, they all look good. I mean, that's just the movie stuff. They even had a really kick-ass looking Red Skull that was kind of comic-based. And Baron Zemo looked really cool. Baron Zemo looks awesome. I have this secret dream of someday building a six-inch Legends Marvel Superhero Secret Wars collection, and this one brings me one step closer to it. I love it. <laughs> well, it looks like over the course of this next year, we're going to be able to build, what are they, the Masters of Evil? Is that the set? Yeah, 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 all three of them. Yep. One in here and two in the Legends. Yeah. I'll get Tiger Shark, but I don't really care that much. I, I don't know. I just I look at Batroc, and I just see Peg Warmer, you know? I mean, <laughs> who's going to buy him? A couple of collectors will buy him at first, but I just see that being the one leaping onto the pegs and staying there forever. It's possible. Those two, I think, are going to be our variant swap outs. They're not swap outs, just variants of each other. So, Batroc's a variant with Lizard. Oh, that's right. Radioactive Man and Tiger Shark are variants. Right. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. All three. I'm sorry. I made some Legends notes earlier today. All those are in Marvel Legends. Yeah, Batroc's not Captain America. Although he, potential spoiler, he is in the movie. Hmm. So, yeah, even looking at the pictures and remembering it, there's going to be some confusion until I think we start seeing some of these card backs so we can start to kind of figure out what's what and what's going where and when it's coming. Hot damn, Winter Soldier. That thing is so cool. (laughs) It's so good. I understand how Jen feels now. I mean, that thing's a fantastic figure. (laughs) Is that your best in show for Hasbro? Did you say that's your favorite Hasbro offering coming up? Uh... Yes. Yes, I will. Interesting. Jerry, what about you? Is there something in Hasbro's booth that really caught your eye, got you excited? Oh, I'll be honest with you. Not a particular item. I think I mentioned things I'm looking forward to most, but the six-inch Black Widow's high on the list. The the nipple Hulk (laughs) that Jeff referred to. I actually think that's really cool. That, That is so toy biz. 1995, it's not even funny. I just think that's got a lot of potential, but Overall, I think the Red Skull is a good figure. I think they're doing good things with the movie figures. I think 1314 can be pretty interesting. I guess that'll hold us to what we can expect between now and Toy Fair. And I think they got some fun stuff coming out. I think it's be a decent back half of the year. Definitely. Now, I know both Arnie and myself and even Marjorie, we all ended up drooling over these play imaginative super alloy figures. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you about these. I'm telling you, this might be the new crack. As far as, like, Hot Toys is concerned, (laughs) I was super impressed with these things. And obviously, I'm not going to hop in on a 18-inch $600 figure, but their 112th scale 6-inch figures are looking really, really nice. So when you were there, did anybody say anything about whether these are prototypes or whether they're production models? The 112th ones in the booth were prototypes. Uh, okay, good. Because some of them, I was looking at them as I was editing, and a lot of them, like, yeah, pretty much all of them, look really kind of rough <laughs> with, you know, the paint details in some areas. But overall, they look, wow. I mean, they're, they're going to be like, what, about like 90, 100 bucks each? Yeah, I went ahead and plunked down 106 bucks for the Iron Patriot, which ah. included free shipping and 5% discount from the booth there. But from what I understand, and I don't know if this was... One of the guys in the booth being confused because I've heard other people saying differently, but these smaller ones are supposed to have light-up features on them, which if that's the case... That justifies it there. (laughs) Exactly. So this could be a dark, dark path to start down. I don't know that I want to start spending 100-plus bucks (laughs) on six-inch figures, but... And the real kicker is they're doing suits that haven't been done yet. You've got shotgun armor. you got the nightclub armor. God, if they do the disco armor, that's the one with like the flames on the legs. Uh, I'm out. I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to sign over my checks to play imaginative, I guess. <laughs> 
And I hate diecast too. I have a hardcore, passionate dislike for diecast metal toys because paint and metal just don't go together for me. But man, these look great. And if they light up, oh boy. Well, paint and metal can go together with electrostatic paint apps and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that's kind of the process they use here. I mean, or they anodize it. it anodize, exactly. Yeah. Because that heartbreaker, it, it kills me that Hasbro's not doing a heartbreaker. I mean, I, maybe they'll change their mind, but I've been hovering my mouse over the pre-order button for that for the Hot Toys version on Sideshow's uh, site. But now that I see this one, uh, if it lights up, oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm living the wrong life. I've got to hit the lotto. <laughs> well, I just recently kind of fell in love with the War Machine SH Fig Arts that I got before I left for Comic-Con. And after seeing these, it kind of made that one, the Bandai one, feel kind of like a Revoltek, you know? <laughs> yeah, comparatively. Figure arts are fantastic figures, in my opinion. But, I mean, when you set it next to something like this, I can easily see how they're overshadowed. So I'm anxiously awaiting that one. A little confusion on when those are going to be out as well. One guy was saying the end of next month, meaning maybe the end of August. Another one was saying closer to November. So who knows? Maybe one day soon I'll have a surprise in my mailbox and can have a review of how well these actually turn out. But I have seen some additional photography now about how they're going to be articulated and what parts are going to be plastic and which parts are going to be die cast. And looks like they're they're doing it the right way. You know, all the joints are obviously going to be the plastic and the armor parts are going to be the die cast. Yeah, as long as the feet are the, the heaviest die cast, that's, that's a no-brainer. But <laughs> no, I want the chest to be the only die cast and I want them to never be able to stand. <laughs> 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 be awesome oh I think i'm gonna have to get one of these someday next time i see a, a mark 42 at target i want to get one just to disassemble it and keep it in piles like throw it at the wall and say it got hit by a truck <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else from the con that you guys saw or caught your attention i know there was something else oh the mini mates there are a lot of mini mates on display there Generally, whenever a wave comes out, I buy at least one box. Sometimes I buy two or three. A lot of those have some pretty incredible-looking characters. <laughs> See, I dabble, and I completely stayed away from even all the exclusives this year. And there was a Deadpool set. Didn't even cross my mind to go pick that up because, I mean, we've talked about it before. I'm not a huge minifig fan, but I can see people that are into minimates' heads exploding this year. I'm looking at our gallery page right now, just the overview at all the thumbnails, and I don't know which wave it's from, because most of them are comic ones, and then Toys R Us gets exclusive ones, so that's like why some waves are like wave 54, and other waves are wave 17, and they all come out at the same time. But there's a Nova, and he comes to like and detach his bottom half and stick this like blue ion blast stand, like kind of how some of the Iron Man figures have, and it looks so damn cool. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you think does mini mates know something about the upcoming guardians of the galaxy is nova gonna be part of that movie nova core is nova core is part of the movie excellent and uh, apparently i was actually just listening to this week's marvelicious episode which was the movie panels and the hasbro panel and they did confirm that they've got thanos in there wow yeah the mini mates here they've got there's the gold ultron in there there's a I couldn't tell for sure because there's not a title card. They have individual character figure cards naming them. They don't do that for the Minimates, but there's a really, really cool looking what I'm going to say is Iceman. And it's all translucent blue, but he's got like this sort of swirling wave stream going up his body. And he's got like big ass arms and stuff. And it's just really cool. A lot of these have interchangeable heads, which they've been doing for a while. 
they've got like a Baron Zemo. You can make them two different versions, modern and classic. So much fun stuff with them. When you get sick of them, you throw them in a the drawer and then you rediscover them a year later and go, oh, yeah, that thing's really cool. <laughs> did you guys ever buy or did you ever see? Because my favorite mini made of all time has got to be it's from the Marvel versus Street Fighter or Marvel versus Capcom, sorry. And it's a Sentinel, but it's the Capcom version of Sentinel, so it's extra big and bulky. I'll get a picture to you guys somehow, but they did Sentinels earlier, and it was just like the same, it was essentially the Spider-Man body with like, you know, maybe a, a collar piece. This thing has like extra map on bulky gloves and boots and chest armor and torso armor. It's just fantastic. You could, just, you could throw it at your Marvel Legends and it'd kill them. <laughs> <laughs> My Toys R Us still has that one. I mean, I could pick that one up now. If I was going to pick up any Mini Mate, it'd be that one. Oh, and then here we go. I forgot this. Here's where we get our The Wolverine figures because there are The Wolverine Mini Mates. You got your Logan in, your, in his trench coat. There's two versions of Yukio. One, I guess, she's wearing a trench coat, and then the other one where she's got like her blue vest and her candy stripe sleeves and stuff that she had for most of the movie. There's a shirtless Logan, <laughs> and there's a couple... I'm going to say one is Harada, one is probably a hand ninja clan. Although, did they ever actually say that they were the hand in the movie? I can't remember. I don't think they were ever named. Well, you know, they weren't because he never fought them. Why didn't they have him fight him? Good Lord. Yeah, that was just confusing. (laughs) But then other ones, they've got the repaint that repaints itself. They've got Steve Rogers and Nick Fury, both in the same S.H.I.E.L.D. Commander uniform, Marvel Now version. They've got a really cool Savage Land one with Sauron, and I can't remember the name of the blonde girl, but women in mini-mates form look really weird because they still have that same block (laughs) chest area, but then they paint, like, the skinny torso with the breasts on it. They all kind of look like Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) jeez. But then there's also uh, some other ones, like, I don't know what wave there is, but there's a Onslaught from the X-Men, and then there's Vengeance, or the, the Blue Flame Ghost Rider, and they both look really cool. So a lot of the mini-mates, they've really come a long way. When they have bigger figures now, they add a lot of extra parts to bulk them up. And the prices stayed the same at about 7 or 8 bucks. I recommend them. I give them thumbs up. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. How about you, Jerry? Was there one overall highlight or anything that's got you super excited looking ahead for this next year? Oh, golly, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a fine year, but nothing's got me like, oh, my God, they're making this. So No, not really. That's kind of my feeling. I'm excited overall by just the girth of Hasbro product coming our way, or at least supposedly coming our way. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a slow and steady might win the race this time versus that one big gotta have it's so amazing item. And I'm fine with that. The whole promise of the potential of just getting consistently some product that I'm okay with, like, oh, hey, that's neat. I'll pick that up. That's neat. I'll pick that up. Just, you know, Hasbro, just keep us out of the droughts. That's all I'm asking. Trickle it in. It doesn't have to wow me every single time. Not every hit's a home run. That's fine. I'll be okay with that. Just keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, because after going to the store every day for three months, hoping for a single even, it makes a single feel like a home run when you find something, you know? So I think you're right. A nice steady flow of product with how much they're showing this year should be the way to do it. I hope to God that we don't get to next July with it being kind of sparse and then all of a sudden, here's everything that could get ridiculous. You know, one thing that I was wondering, and I don't know if maybe you guys were able to get an answer from there, But with the Marvel Legends going to movie-focused waves, did they happen to mention anything about whether that would be just general release, or do you think that some of them might be store exclusives, like been the case the past couple of years with Walmart? They didn't really address that 
specifically they mentioned that the model worked for them with some of the like you said walmart avengers exclusives and stuff like that but what does that mean it worked for them that they were able to send them all out and they all sold through but not necessarily all across the country yeah it didn't work for me too well (laughs) (laughs) i mean honestly unless it's just lip service i feel like this current hasbro team really understands the frustration of figures not getting out there. And it sounds like they've taken some steps to try to alleviate the variant problems, the wave problems, all that. So it's just a matter of time before we see if that works out or not. But I'm going to have faith. We're here in the middle of 2013. I'm ready to have faith that this time next year we'll be saying, okay, Hasbro, enough. That was plenty of product for one year. Let's take a break. With the character selection coming out, I see myself doing more cherry picking than usual, but there are some things that do look really cool. On one hand, I'm really glad that, like they say, every comic book is somebody's first. Every character is somebody's favorite. So I know that there are people who are just clamoring for Batroc and Blizzard. The Agent Venom, that's a good one, and I already own the Marvel Select of it. But this one looks really cool, and he's got like the extra tendrils and all that, so I may have to get that too. But for the most part, I'm looking at the lines overall and being kind of grateful as there's not as much stuff that I have to have so I can funnel that income into stuff I've been meaning to get to. So that'll be good. Yeah, for me personally, I haven't totally filtered through my thoughts and feelings on it yet, but I feel like I'm all in on Marvel Legends scale. Anything that's six inch, I'm going to be all in on. And previously, I was all in on Marvel Universe. But if those are being split up into something else, I might be able to be a little more picky and choosy in that three and three quarter inch line. But once again, another thing said in theory, we'll see how it plays out in actuality when I'm staring at them on the pegs. You sure about that all-in on Legends? I mean, you look at that Jubilee and you really say, yeah? (laughs) Eventually, I have to be honest with myself, and it's the only thing that I'm complete on is Legends, so... Well, it's for the show. Exactly. Somebody's (laughs) got to take one for the team, and it can't always be (laughs) Arnie. Well, guys, I think that about wraps it up. I want to thank you both for joining me to wallow over some Comic-Con news and all that good stuff. But you know what? Before we go, as we record, it's somebody's birthday today. so I, That it is. Oh, yeah. I think we should wish our co-host, our best co-host, a happy birthday. So everybody send Marjorie a little happy birthday wish out there. Happy birthday, Marjorie. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) So that's it for this time, but I'll be back next week with Arnie and Marjorie as we get back to our normal show and kind of get caught up on all the latest news and some things that might have slipped our radar over the last couple weeks. But Go see the first half of Wolverine. It's really cool. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. 
Website photo editing by Jen and Jeff. Podcast enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Transformers has the Titan figures. They're exclusive Toys R Us, and those are awful. Yeah, because those are based on the the Transformers Prime series that's currently running, and the designs are totally different, but they're bigger, and they look, I mean, that Bumblebee, it just looks like, it literally looks like something at the Hasbro factory just vomited into a box and then shipped it off. (laughs) It it looks like a knockoff that you'd get at uh, Big Lots. Yeah, it's got like I think the only thing it's all it's all yellow and then it has like the blue eyes painted and I I think that's it. There might be a bit of silver, but it's 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 awful. I can't I don't get it. I would get a silver samurai figure if it came with a bonus head of Harada who's supposed to be in there. <laughs> I was just surprised that it wasn't Jeff Daniels. Not Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim Carrey on the other side said, and you perfectly redeem yourself. <laughs> Who is it? Why can't I think of the dude's name right now? Jeff. You're thinking of uh, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. <laughs> I, was, oh. I was just surprised that it wasn't Jeff Bridges in there. So have you guys collected any of the Turbo action figures? Or are those hard I actually to have one. Your... Oh, I have one. I have one. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. I, oh, God. I bought the white shadow. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> one second, come the next. They call me the white shadow. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, I, I pre-ordered the Hot Toys Turbo. <laughs> oh. Damn you people and your high-end incomes. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Hot Toys. They did confirm that they've got Thanos in there. Oh, wow. Wait a minute, I just called him Thanos. Let me say it again. They did confirm that they've got Thanos in there. You can say a wow again. Wow. Yeah, with the character selection coming up this week, I mean, this week, yes, it's all hitting this week. You know, those last two things I said, I actually waved as I said them. What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs>